happy Monday. Let me just take all of these bracelets off. They can get kind of loud. Ah, hello everybody, happy Monday. It's the beginning of the new week. Things are flowing, at least I hope so. My guest today, I'm just gonna give her a few minutes. Oh, there she is, she's here. Just gonna hop on. What exactly this is. So this is the first one. Hi. The volume sounds kind of weird. Can you hear me? It kind of sounds like you're underwater. Stop. Oops. Well, I don't know what I'm doing. Can you hear me fine? Can you hear me? I can't hear anything. One sec. Okay. <laughs> so she's just going to take a few minutes to figure out the audio. Okay, I'm going to exit and then I'm going to come back on. Let me know if this works now. On your phone. Uh, let me see, let me see, let me see. Go live. Wait. Are you getting the invite? Hmm. It says you're unable to join. I'm not sure why. You know what? Oh, I can hear you now. Yay! <laughs> that was so weird. I have no idea what was going on. That was like so extra. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
it's all good i was just saying i love going live because i i, I secretly love when things don't go perfectly right it, it reminds us right it like it humbles us and reminds us that like life is not perfect you just so have true. to adjust so true <laughs> i love it i love it well it's nice to see you it's nice to sort of meet you <laughs> i know you too i feel like i've been fangirling over you low-key like in the backgrounds for a hot minute <laughs> for years years yeah. <laughs> literally since i live in toronto i was like i because i remember we were both are do you still model uh not really like i haven't done a photo shoot and i'm gonna say like since the springtime and it was more fun because it was a photographer friend of mine yeah Uh, um but i would i like i want to get back into it i'm just Mm -hmm. i'm starting from the beginning again i don't really know where to start it's so funny it's that's what's humbling right it's like I've I've totally transitioned my career and now I'm a yoga instructor, a wellness practitioner, and I'm like trying to flip it and reverse it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love yeah. that. No, I remember when I was living in Toronto, um, I think it was around the same time, like both of us were like pretty much shooting with everybody. So I kept seeing you and like everybody. You too. <laughs> And that's how we kind of like got connected, but we've never actually met in person before. I know. Isn't that so funny? I would actually love to come to Montreal. My birthday is in like a week and a half. And I'm thinking that I might do like a, like, I don't know, a weekend getaway in Montreal because I would love to go out West, but the Mm -hmm. roads are just too crazy driving out that way. So yeah. Maybe I'll make a a surprise trip to Montreal. Oh my God. You have to let me know. You have to let me know. Yeah, I will. I will. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. I'm so excited to have you here today. Um, I gave a brief introduction just about like what this is. This is pretty much just like me having conscious conversations, meaning like real conversations that are very raw and unfiltered. (laughs) (laughs) People who are living lives that I like to say don't quite make sense on paper. Right. People who have experienced things in their (laughs) lives and people who are living lives that, yeah, that don't quite make sense. And whose lives have kind of shifted. It's funny that you started off with like, you know, you were modeling and I think you were in school too. And now you're a yoga instructor and a wellness practitioner. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a wild ride to say the least. Yeah. Um, Yeah, yeah, it's been a wild ride. It's like you think that you have it all figured out and then the universe is like, surprise! (laughs) And and then you're really like, you're learning about yourself. You're learning about what you really want. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, it's just, it's always a surprise, but it's so fun. And I love the wild ride that I've been on. I love it. I love it. So tell (laughs) us more about, um, in your own words, just to answer who you are and how you show up in the world. I would say that I am love. Um, Oh, you're, I'm already hooked. Like, (laughs) I would say that I am love. um, Oh. Anybody who's in my circle knows mm. that, like, I have my harsh moments. I'm like, I'm like a pineapple, you know, I'm rough around the edges, but I'm really sweet and juicy <laughs> inside. Um, it's like, I'm, I'm always honest. I'm always forthcoming. And, um, but everything that I say, everything that I do comes from love. Mm. Um, so I would say, yeah, if I could just, if I had to describe myself in one word, it would be that it would be love. Um, yeah, so that's, I, I don't know if that answers your question, like a little bit about me, but Perfect. yeah, um, you know, there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes. Um, there's a lot that people don't know about me, like mm-hmm. trials and tribulations, you know, throughout mm-hmm. the course of my lifetime that people mm-hmm. just don't know, people are unaware of, and it's shaped me into the person that I am today. 
um, yeah, there's been a lot of rocks and now I'm more or less on the smoother path. <laughs> yeah, I love that. And it's so funny, whenever I ask this question, I never actually have an idea of how the person's going to answer. And I love that because this is why I said it's in your own words. Okay. Certain people, they say, you know, their jobs, they say their career, you know, they say their names even. Right. But I love, the, I love, you know, when people actually take the time and go like, yeah, like your answer was perfect, but I am love. And yeah. how pure that is. That's so beautiful. Oh, you're so sweet. <laughs> uh, I love that. I, how would you say you show up in the world? I would say that I show up in the world as the best person that I can possibly be. Um, and again, like it comes back to showing up, right? Every day looks different. Every day looks different. And I, I say this off the map, on, sorry, off the mat and on the mat. Like, you know, when I'm teaching a yoga practice, it's like every day is different. Every day is going to look different. Your sleep is different every day. Your water intake is different every day. You know, the things that happen in your life, no, no two days are the exact same, right? Mm -hmm. Like, even if you work a nine to five job, there's still different things that show up for you. So no two days are the same. But I would say that for me, the way that I show up in the world is just honest, just mm -hmm. unapologetically honest who I am. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so sweet. Thank you for so being cute. here. <laughs> Yeah, mm, that's beautiful. I love that. I love that. So just looking at your page, anybody who like goes to your page, they're going to see that you're very outspoken. Yeah. <laughs> very yeah. outspoken about things you're passionate about, which yeah. I also love. <laughs> so tell me more about the confidence that, that you have, right? Now that it can be summed up into, you know, like a few words, but were you always this way? Or do you find that the older that you got, the more things that you went through, it kind of peeled back certain layers of yourself where you are just, just conf confident with yourself. So going back to what we just said, like there's been highs and lows, yeah. like rocky and then smooth through just like every day, different parts of my life. Um, my mom actually has this really funny story about me from when I was in kindergarten and she loves to tell it. It's, I think it's hilarious. I don't remember it, obviously, <laughs> but she said that she came to pick me up from school and there was the teacher greeted my mom and was like, so, you know, like, Christina had a day today, and my mom was like, oh, like, you know, she's bracing herself, like, what did she do? And she said, you know, like, one of the kids was being bullied, and she was being left out, and Christina put her hands like this and said, if you're not going to be nice to my friend, I'm not going to be friends with you. <laughs> so I've always Aww. been, like, I've, 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 for the most part, like, I've been outspoken in what I want, um, and what I believe in, there was like a blip in time. Oh, there's my mom's dog. He just came down. <laughs> uh, there was a blip in time um, through high school where I went through a, oh, hi, copper. <laughs> I went through a, um, you know, rougher patch where I was heavily bullied and I just wanted to fit in. So I sacrificed um, a lot of my own beliefs, a lot of the things that make me myself and um, spent many years finding myself. <laughs> you are wild. It's okay. Somebody wants attention. <laughs> I spent many years um, refinding myself because, mm -hmm. you know, there was substances involved to numb the fact that I wasn't myself and the fact mm -hmm. that I was trying to do things that 
I thought was going to make other people accept me. And it's funny because now as an adult, I reflect on that. And all of the things that make me me are the things that the people who are in my life love me for. Yeah. Oh, and it's, it's also funny because the, the people who did bully me, they've also come forward to me and they've apologized. And they've oh, said, wow. like, this is something that I've lived with. It had nothing to do with you. It had to do with me. And, you know, that was really comforting to hear. And obviously, this was my path. This is my story. But it doesn't necessarily define who I am today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. That's so powerful that they were able to to come and, like, apologize and even own up to the fact that it was something going on with them. Because, you know, like, I have nephews, right? And they've, they're younger. They're really young. And my eldest nephew, Skylar, was actually being bullied. Um, yeah. And, you know, we, we try to tell the kids, you know, we're like, it, it's nothing to do with you. It's not because yeah. of you. There's something going on in that child's home. There's something right. going on with them. Don't take it personal. But as a kid, you don't, you know, you hear it, but, like, you don't, it doesn't you make don't, sense You to don't you. actually um, register it. Exactly. You know? And, exactly. like, it's, it's interesting because, Kay Copper, you're like, <laughs> um, you know, like, my family didn't know that I was bullied. They yeah. had no idea. They thought that I had all these friends and that I was, you know, like, Miss Popular. But, no, I was just, like, I was sacrificing who I was. I was bullied. I was you know, and it, and it wasn't for things that I could even control. But I thought that if I change who I am as a person, maybe people will accept me like, up until grade eight, I was bullied for my body, like, you know, mm-hmm. being thin, being tall and having breasts, like kids would call me anorexic, kids would say mm-hmm. I stuffed my bra. And I was in a place where I was already having a hard time accepting my own body, yeah. my body is changing, my body is growing. And I'm not used to it just as much as anybody else is used to it, right? So when people are, like, attacking something that's part of you, that's a vessel that you have no control over, you know, especially from such a young age, of course, that's going to impact you. And so, you know, you, you experience that and then you grow up seeking attention where you shouldn't necessarily be seeking attention because you just want to feel accepted. And, uh, yeah, that's, that was that's like to sum up mm-hmm. more or less um, that little tidbit there. Mm. So that was definitely a shift for you to to realize this. When did you say that you you realized you were like, whoa, like what am I doing? Like this is not me. I don't, right. I don't like these things that I'm like this path that I'm going on. Would you say one day you just kind of woke up, or was it just like things that are stacking up and you were just yeah. Yeah, I, um, I started to shift my perspective when I was around 23 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was because I stopped hanging out with all those people who were, and, and I, and I don't want to say they were negative in my life, because I feel like you would, you, you accept what you allow, like you allow people to treat you a certain way. And so I take responsibility for that. But there were people in my life who needed to go. And when they left, when they were no longer in my life, that's when I took a good, long, hard look in the mirror. And I was like, I don't like the person that I see physically, emotionally, because over the course of time, I developed, like, I started binge eating, like I was not, um, you you know, I wasn't eating properly, I wasn't caring for my body, I was binge drinking, you know, it was like, there was no such thing as moderation for me. It was like, I was partying, I was drinking, I was eating really, like, I would lay in bed, and I love Harry Potter, and I would put on Harry Potter, and I would eat two bags of Tostitos and one whole container of queso cheese, and, like, that's 
like you know no judgment for anybody else who does that but that's not for me and like that's not how I want to honor my body that's not how I want to show up for myself you know not even for anybody else so so I took that long hard look and I was like you know I don't like the way that I I don't like the way that I look I hate myself this is why you know you when you're in that headspace you you hate everyone because you don't love yourself because you're not showing yourself that love right <laughs> because you're <laughs> all right here we go <laughs> it's okay so i wasn't showing up proper stop go away um i wasn't showing myself the love that i needed and the love that i deserved and what i really needed was a big hug and for somebody to read like see mm-hmm. what i was putting myself through because you know that support would have been really nice but nobody nobody knew nobody knew yeah. i was really great at hiding it I guess and um yeah so when I was 23 years old I completely overhauled my life I got rid of the people in my life who no longer served their purpose in my life um I completely changed the way that I eat um that's when I applied to school um I started going to school for marketing Mm -hmm. um I didn't have a license and got myself a license got myself a car moved out on my own that was the real wake-up call was when I was out on the world in the world by myself right Mm. so yeah 23 years old was the big shift um and I think that I just think that it's so funny because you know as a kid I was so myself yeah I was so myself and there's a saying that I love and I don't know who the quote is by but it's like you know you're born into this world as yourself and then you spend the rest of your life trying to find yourself And it's so true. Like I relate to that so much. I feel like I'm finally, and great. I'm grateful because I'm still young. Like I'm turning 29 in a week and a half. And I know people who are in their fifties and their sixties and they still don't know who they are and who you are is always changing. Like it's, it's a, it's always changing. It's always shifting. It's always being pushed forward. So yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I love yeah. that. I love that. And Sorry, I, I just went agree. on a little bit of a tangent there. No, no, I love it. I love it. And there's so many amazing points that you made and I absolutely agree, you know, and I think one of the best things that I love is talking to people like yourself is knowing and I always come back to like how amazing it is that we've, we're realizing this when so many people don't realize this until they're on their deathbed. Until totally. They, you know, and then they're like, holy crap, I didn't live my life for myself. I have no idea right. who I am. I yeah. just did things because it, it was expected of me. And I just did things because I felt like I had to, but I didn't really want to. There was something inside of me that I never really allowed to come out. Right. Know? And we've realized this at a young age. <laughs> so <laughs> I think that's amazing. Yeah. You know? And so like, you know, not to, I, f- I feel like the elders in most of our lives, they're so stuck in I don't want to say the matrix, but I kind of do want to say the matrix, you know, in a sense of like, you know, you graduate high school and you go to college or university and you have to know exactly what you want to do. And then you work a nine to five. And I thought that that was supposed to be my path. You know, I had it in my head that, (laughs) are you ready for this? I had it in my head that I was going to be married by 21 with two kids, you know, because my mom did. And I thought that that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. So, And thank thank goodness that I'm not, because (laughs) I would have just like, that would have completely shifted my life. And that would have been like, you know, transformative in itself. Mm -hmm. And I'm not sure where I would be right now if that did happen. But 
I think that I would still, I would be a very different person than I am today, that's for sure. And I wouldn't have all of the opportunities, you know, to like travel, to do my yoga mm-hmm. teacher training, to finish school, um, because I did go to school a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Um, and even even the way that I did school, it's like, you know, my mom said to me, like, I didn't think you were going to finish it because I did my first year and then I took a year off to travel and then I went back to school and then I took a semester off to do my yoga teacher training (laughs) and then I took another year off and then I came back and then you know so it was just like Mm -hmm. it was the way that it needed to be for me but it wasn't the way that people think that it's supposed to be yeah it was a little bit maybe more difficult but Mm -hmm. that was that was my path that was my journey that was what I needed to do for me um yeah, what has been the most beautiful moment of your entire life, Christina? Ooh, that's a really tough question. <laughs> um, the most beautiful moment. Ooh, that's like so tough. That is a really tough question. That's I don't a think really I would tough... be able to answer that. There's been, <laughs> there's been a, lot a lot of, of them. <laughs> yeah, there's been a lot of really beautiful moments in my life. Um, actually, you know what? I want to say the i i would say and i'm i'm giving my ex a lot of credit here um him and i broke up last august and he was very influential in my life like still to this day like i love the guy like i know he still loves me we're just not right for each other um and so him and i had a really good heart to heart about mm, i want to say like 3 3 and a half 4 months ago um where he recognized his fault in our relationship ending so Mm. you know it was that was really transformative for me because it was everything that I already knew but everything that I needed to hear and it was very healing to hear that and I never expected to hear that Mm. and I would see I would say like watching him transform and watching him grow and watching him take ownership for um you know it takes two people to have a relationship Mm. but I would say that that was like hearing those words come out of his mouth and like crying together like I've never experienced that before not from like an honest place you know and I would say that that's probably like I hope his sister's not watching the live because she probably (laughs) (laughs) but um I would say yeah I would say that that was like the most beautiful moment um of my life where he took responsibility and you know we're still not together I still Mm -hmm. love him I respect him I know it's just very mutual um but just like hearing what I needed to hear for closure um was very it was a really beautiful moment and I never expected that to happen sorry if you can hear the dogs upstairs you're fine you're fine yeah. that's beautiful and that's very like a that heart-to-heart connection as well right that goes beyond like the issues that you probably had in the relationship it was more of like him just owning up to to him to himself right. to his own faults that's beautiful that's you really are not cool. you are not my ex though nah. <laughs> um there was a question that i wanted to ask mm. kind of got to suck there for a second sorry, i went so, off-roading <laughs> pardon i said sorry i went off-roading no, no no you're fine you're fine you're fine you're fine um i think it was more about what you were saying um just about like your mom and how you kind of went along your own path 
right and how the yeah. path and i know you're like you don't want to say the matrix but you know i refer to it as like <laughs> i either say the establishment or the system that's like yeah. my way of saying it because <laughs> i feel like the matrix when people think of the matrix they already have like certain ideas of like oh, okay one of those people you know so right. i like to say like the system or like the establishment you know when we i think we are um at a time and space right now in history like we're creating history right now where everything is changing even things we don't really see that are changing right. we're gonna look back and realize like this is the moment where everything changed right. and when we look at like our parents or our grandparents the generation before us they had their own things that changed in their generation as well but in our time right now it's never accelerated at this level and it's never right. been as transformative as it is now and there are some of us that are pioneers there's some of us that have been feeling these changes before like yourself you were saying you know like you went to school late and you did things your own way mm -hmm. you know and to me it's like that show that like you're ahead of the time like you're already like a leader you're already pioneering like that movement of hey things are changing i'm just gonna follow whatever feels good for me right regardless of what the system says yeah you know and it goes back to like the whole purpose of me having these conversations is to show people that like not maybe not everybody is feeling this although i do think every single person on the planet is yeah whether they know it or realize it yeah exactly but i think you know just having these conversations to show people that hey if you're feeling that something in, within you if you feel like you don't belong or you're feeling like wow like this just doesn't make sense this is not me there's something off here just to follow it just to trust in yourself and totally. to follow it and to get that support and to get that guidance and to just trust you know right yeah, yeah. I 100% agree with you I know that we're very much on the same wavelength when it comes to this um mm -hmm. yeah I and, and I you know this might sound a little woo-woo. You might believe. Maybe you don't. Um, I believe I'm so woo-woo. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. Like, so I believe that, you know, when we're born, we sign a soul contract and mm -hmm. we're agreeing to the terms and conditions of our life. Mm -hmm. And I believe that everything that happened in my life, you know, those hardships, being bullied, those um, shifts where I lost myself for a little bit, I needed yeah. to experience so that it would make me a stronger, better version of my youngest self, right? Mm -hmm. Um, and I, and I think, you know, the, I've been protected. I've 100% been protected. There have been so many times in my mm -hmm. life where I, I, I could have died, you mm -hmm. know, like, and I'm not just saying like, you know, driving a car, like I put myself in some pretty bad position situations yeah. and, um, and there are, there were times where like, you know, my mom was, you know, worried that I, that I wasn't going to make it. Like, we'll put it that way, you know, and like mad at me for putting myself in those positions. But that was my journey. That was what I, I needed to learn those lessons for myself because I am that leader. You know, I am that yeah. type A personality where it's like, you can't tell me anything, you know, like you can, you can't, you, okay, you can tell me that that's going to happen if I do that, but I'm going to find out for myself. I'm not listening <laughs> yeah. to you. You know, you're not the boss of me. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah. I 100% resonate with you, what you just said. It's so mm -hmm. true. Um, mm -hmm. And I and I also see that in you, obviously, you know, and that's why we're so connected. Like we've never met in person, but I, I feel like you're one of my girlfriends. <laughs> yeah, <same. laughs> yeah, you're like part of my yeah. tribe. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. No, same. Yeah. Same. Um, um, so let's go back to the beginning. You were saying that you were going through all these things and there was a point where you felt like you weren't yourself, but you felt like you had to 
do certain things maybe say certain things even dress certain ways because i'm yeah. assuming like you're in high school and all when all the bullying and all this stuff are happening mm-hmm. would you say because you mentioned that like you would have needed somebody to actually like talk to you and to see you and to just like tell you you know like hey this is not you would you say that if if by chance right if you can put yourself back in that time right you can actually put yourself back in like a really tough day you had at school where you're just like fuck like this sucks I'm, I'm in pain like this hurts if somebody came up to you and looked at you and go and, and went this is not you you're so much bigger and stronger than this what are you doing what are you doing how would you have reacted just think I about prob- like high school christina. <laughs> christina i probably would have had a meltdown to be honest like yeah I, you know like i i either would have just like you know, started crying um, because that's all I really wanted was to feel seen, right? Yeah, um, yeah I, I either would have started crying or I would have been like, you don't know me, you know? Yeah. Like, I, I, it's hard to say. It, it yeah. could go one way or the other. It, I think it would also come down to, like, am I alone when this person approaches me? Like, is this an intimate setting or am I in front of other people? Because... You know, I had this tough front on because I felt I needed to protect myself, even though I wasn't even being myself, you know, like I would come home and write in my diary and I wrote some really dark things. And I actually am really close friends with the older brother of one of my childhood bullies. And I found one of my diaries uh, when I was moving. I just recently moved back home. And um, so I I found this diary and I was going through it and I found where I wrote about his brother and I sent him pictures and he showed his brother and his brother apologized very like genuinely because, Mm. you know, they were like, it it was some dark thoughts, you know, and, uh, and, and I don't know, I, uh, I am in, I'm in, I'm very blessed that the people who are in my life, like I said, do see me for me. And I think that, uh, you know, we can always say like, what if, right? Like what if somebody messaged you back then, but everything that did happen happened as it was meant to. And, and, and a lot of the people like, um, like the friend that I'm referring to the older Mm -hmm. brother of my childhood bully, he's like, you know, one of my closest friends, like, you know, he helped me move. He's at my birthday parties. Like we see each, I, I, I go to the farm pious house and I call him like hey I'm gonna stop by for a tea you know like it's it's a very like heartfelt relationship and it's been interesting being friends with him and watching my childhood bully grow up (laughs) and like turn into a nice person you know realize that again it had nothing to do with me I was just that I was just an easy target it had everything to do with him and now as an adult I understand that and I've done a lot of inner work to understand Mm -hmm. that but you know, I, I think that I think that what's important about this is just knowing like, if I do decide to be a parent, if I do decide to bring another being into this world, like how the awareness that I will bring in with that child, like, because of my experience, I have the ability to, you know, like, create a safe, positive space at home and like a like almost like a capsule right where it's like I can take what I know and teach this to my child like even with my younger cousin I take I taught her how to rollerblade um last summer like 2020 summer Mm -hmm. and you know uh, she would fall and she would freak out she would get really Mm -hmm. upset right and then it got to the point where I was like you know I've taught her breath work 
And I'm like, okay, sit there as long as you need, feel what you're feeling, take some deep breaths, you know, and she'll do this and she'll close her eyes and she'll do this and she'll stand up and then she'll do the same thing. And it's like, whenever you're ready. And it's these little things that weren't, I wasn't taught from a young age. Like I wasn't taught how to breathe when I was a kid, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't taught like that people are just mirroring, like, or people are, you know, um, uh, projecting their own shit onto me. Like I didn't know that. And these are things like that. I think us as adults, it's our, we're we're responsible for guiding and leading this younger generation to be more mindful Mm -hmm. to be more self-aware you know Mm -hmm. sorry (laughs) no absolutely I love that and like I said I mentioned my nephew before and my my nephew Skylar he's nine now and last year I taught him tapping he was having he's very he's a Gemini but he's like the sweet Gemini right he's like very sweet and very like emotional Girl, I love Gemini's I'm a Sag Gemini's <laughs> Sages like we get along so well it's like I call them like misunderstood you know yes. I, I genuinely love Gemini's I have a lot of Gemini's love to like... hate on them and I'm like no they're my babies yeah. I love them I love I call I call them my Gemini monsters they have the same birthday two years apart which is crazy uh. but they're both sides of the coin so the eldest one is like the sweet Gemini and the other one is like the little monster but I love them I love them but I taught him tapping last year last summer because yeah. he was having some behavior issues and he was just angry all the time and I was like what is happening you know and I taught him you know like hey when the emotions come up you know you can figure out like what what is it trying to tell you where do you feel it in your body and to actually tune into that he's eight years old and I did one session with him and the things that came out you know he was it came out that he was just really sad because he wasn't seeing my sister enough his mom she was working too hard and he didn't see her and when he saw her she was tired all the time and he just wanted to spend time with his mom at Mm -hmm. eight years old like just from one session this came out and I was like dude this is powerful the fact that like we can teach the younger generation this we can actually let them know that like hey (laughs) the feelings emotions you don't have to hide from them you don't have to run you can actually feel it and just like let it go through you and breathe through it and just like let it do what it it came to do feelings are not your enemy feelings are not bad they just are yeah and and I, I love that you made that point because it's like we can teach children so much, but children can also teach us so much, right? Like they're in their purest form. They yeah. are wise beyond their years. They Absolutely. just know how to communicate it, right? And that's mm-hmm. where that's where we come in. Like we have to, that's that's what, like we're, we're, we're making the same point here. It's yeah. like, right, I love yeah. that. Wow, <laughs> that's, that's powerful and that's powerful, right? And like, yeah. you know, your nephew goes to school or, you know, your nephew goes and plays with his friends um, and and he could teach that to other yeah. kids. You know, he sees a kid that's going through something and, you yeah. know, like that's so powerful. Yeah, mm-hmm. wow. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. We're changing, literally. Everything is changing and we get to have a role in it, right? Yeah. The more authentic we are with ourselves, the more authentic we are with others around us with other people and the more we actually we create this new world we change things like on a deep level 
so true my little cousin has snapchat she doesn't have like a phone phone mm -hmm. so she'll randomly call me on snapchat because she's doing yoga and she's like tell me to do something oh. I'll, like do a back bend do wheel and then she'll like go into wheel or like oh. you know she'll be with one of her little girlfriends and she'll be like can you teach us that afro yoga pose again and you know like and they love it and it's yeah. so good for them you know and they have so much fun with it it's like it's so beautiful yeah I love that so uh, it's pretty obvious that community is important for you a hundred right? <laughs> like I am definitely passionate about community I mm -hmm. would never say that I've ever belonged to just one group um you know like I have friends from like different parts of my life so mm -hmm. I, you know I have some friends my oldest friend is from when I was in kindergarten. We're, we're so different and we're in such different places in our life. Like he works at like a factory and does hail dent removal on cars. Like we're very different, you know, <laughs> um, but we see each other and we hang out and it's like, we have this mutual understanding and respect. And then, you know, like one of my girlfriends that I met before that just so happened to be in my program a semester later and we recognized each other Aww. and have the best friends ever since. Um, yeah, I I love community. I think community is really important. I think that um, I feel like most people don't give themselves permission to um, ask for community, to ask for help. Like that's yeah. something that I struggle with personally is asking for anything really. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, a lot of that goes back to like traumas from, yeah. you know, when I was younger, um, that rejection, right? Yeah. You, you tell yourself this story that it's never going to change that it's always yeah. going to be the same and that's something that I'm continuously working on right mm -hmm. it's like asking for help when you need it asking for support asking for community um and I and I'm blessed that I that I that I have that and mm -hmm. um I think that more I, I I see so many people right um you know, posting to their Facebook status, for example, mm -hmm. looking for that attention, looking for um, that, I don't want to, I don't want to, I feel like attention has such a negative connotation associated to it. Validation? Validation. Yeah, I think that's a better word. Yeah. Um, looking for validation from people, but looking for it in the wrong places. Like mm -hmm. if you know somebody that you, if you have somebody on your friends list that you're looking for attention from, or if you're looking for validation from, reach out to that person. Yeah. Don't be afraid to ask that person. Don't be afraid to reach out to that person. And you know what? If they, they might surprise you, yeah. first of all, it might be something you want to hear. It might be something you not, might not want to hear. Yeah. And, you know, setting boundaries is, is, is so important. Um, I have a history, like, I have a habit of, like, you know, taking a question and, like, running with it. <laughs> no, <laughs> I but I love that. it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I think community is, is extremely important. And mm. that is actually why I'm not teaching at any yoga studios right now. I know that sounds like a contradiction. Mm. Um, I... I believe in community. I also believe in... Um, ethically run communities mm -hmm. and um you know I was teaching at a couple yoga studios that were not running ethically you know they were leaving people out okay. and they you know wanted me to 
single people out and you know they wanted me to do things a certain way that are not that's not in alignment with me so I had to say goodbye to that community mm -hmm. you know for myself for you know ethical reasons yeah. for um, just staying true to me just like being honest with myself and that was really hard for me because those were communities that I loved you know those are communities that I had integrated myself into um and now I'm in a place where I'm developing my own community and I love mm -hmm. that you know like yes and authentically goes hand in hand yeah. just doesn't align exactly a hundred percent I was just about to hit on that too <laughs> yeah a hundred percent you know like with with everything that's happening in the world people have such different beliefs yeah about um and and I'm talking like I I left those communities back in uh February um, and, and I left those communities uh, because I, I spoke up, I used my voice, I said, this is not right. Um, like, you know, I understand that this is your business, but this is unethical, not only the way that you are treating the community, but the way that you're treating the, your instructors. Mm. And they were like, Christina, we don't care what you have to say. Like they, yeah. I was just like, this is not yoga. Like yeah. this goes this goes against every single yogic belief. This goes against mm -hmm. every single thing that we learn at yoga teacher training. This goes against everything that we embody on the mat and off the mat. Like this is not community. This is not ahimsa. Like you are doing harm to your instructors. You are doing harm mm -hmm. to your community, you know? And it's like, it's really sad. And I, I, that's their journey. That is their work. And I hope that they see that for what it is. I'm not sure that they do. I'm not sure that they will. I'm not sure I'll ever find out. Um, but at the end of the day, I just have to stay true to myself. I just have to stay true to who I am and, you know, what I, what, and it's the, oh, hi, Copper. Mm -hmm. And, and I, and I just have to do what's right for me. And yeah. with doing that, with staying true to myself, I have attracted some really incredible people into my life. It's like, copper get out of his food uh, it's like it's like that saying and I and I and I love this saying but I also don't at the same time because I I would never want to like I would never want to compare somebody to trash but it's like the trash takes itself out sometimes mm -hmm. you know yeah I, I'm not sure like a nicer way of putting that but I think that that is I yeah. think that is um I think that's like the most accurate analogy for me in, in that kind of situation. And I think that that's a situation for everything. And you know, like when people leave your life, don't be hard on yourself. Like your community will shift. Like when you stay true to yourself, you will attract the right people in, into your community that are meant to be in your community. People who are in alignment with you. I believe Absolutely. that when you say, <laughs> I believe that when you say no to something firmly and you you decide what's right for you and what's not right for you that the universe will reward you and you know you might you you might have to say no a few times to yeah. stay in your power to to um really firmly say like no this is not it all comes 
gosh, you're so true. Like <laughs> sometimes you have to very firmly say no a yeah. few times and then the universe is like, oh, okay, maybe this person has learned their lesson finally, you know? Yeah. And, and then, and then you're rewarded. And it's like, that's exactly what's happened to me. It's like, just like what I was telling you when I was 23, I, I didn't like who I was looking at in the mirror. I didn't mm -hmm. like the way that I looked. I didn't like the way that I felt. I didn't like the people that were in my life, got rid of the people in my life, made changes to my body, made changes to my habits. And <laughs> completely 180 my life and now and ever since I've been attracting these people who are in alignment with me people who add value to my life people who yeah. love me people who love to see me win you know and yeah. and I love that and that that's where it comes back to community I don't think that we should fixate ourselves on a friendship just because it's been a friendship based on like time like time time is an illusion you know time is time is an illusion time time is nothing right so it's yep. like when you learn this and when you decide like this is what I want for me and you are in a in relationships in friendships that don't fill you up they do not fill up your cup guess what say goodbye and you will be rewarded drop mm. the attachments drop the attachments <laughs> like <laughs> like straight up you know like yeah. the, we, we fixate on these things because we want that community so bad and like I was I was there like you know I love he's growling in my armpit stop <laughs> <laughs> this is not the community he loves okay <laughs> you guys go 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 I think it's also the comfort right people get go. so used to something that they feel like it's comfortable Right. And there's that fear of the unknown. And well, if I'm already comfortable with this, even though I don't like it, yeah. but it's what I know. So therefore I'm comfortable with it. Why would I go to something that I don't know what's going to happen? Why would I right. go to the unknown? Right. So it's that fear of like, I don't know what would happen go. if I do. Go. Yeah. It's, it's that unknowing, but that's the beautiful part. Like that's where we grow. That's where yeah. we flourish. That's where we transform. And mm -hmm. you're not going like, what we just said like you're not going to attract these like-minded people if you're in that same old paradigm these same old stories you know you're it's the same old sob story and and you you a lot of people use these stories to define themselves yeah. you know like I've known these people for so long like we did x y and z together mm -hmm. you know like that person helped me through a hard time like okay, maybe that person was just meant to be in your life to help you through that hard time. Absolutely. You know, you don't owe anybody anything. And I, I, I think that like, you know, we can learn from each other, but you don't need to learn from each other forever. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I definitely resonate with that so hard. And I always say, you know, one of my big realization where I say remembrance code is reminding myself that my soul came here to evolve and to grow right and the way that i do that is how i show up for myself and the way that i do that is how i follow my inner compass and wherever it leads me that i know and that's it helped me it helps me to trust too right trusting myself and trusting the universe knowing yeah. that at the end of everything my soul literally just came to evolve and grow and like and that is the way that like, i can actually make a difference and it could be me smiling at somebody in the street, you know, like, like a so genuine true. smile just for a second that we actually connect. <laughs> right, right. And I think, I think also, like, I think what a lot of people don't realize is the people who do come into our lives in this lifetime, they might be coming into this lifetime 
to um, alleviate some pain, some attachment from a past life, you know, like maybe that person really hurt you in a past life and they're in this life to be healing, but only for Mm. a short period of time, because that person's not meant to stay in your life. You know, you're Mm. meant to learn, you're meant to experience exactly what you just said. Like, like you're meant to grow. Yeah. 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 I love this. I love having these kind of conversations because it's like it's so real and I feel like anybody can relate to it because we have all gone through these things, you know, whether it was like relationship, like romantic relationships or friendship or even sometimes family ties. We've all gone through these things where we really had to be like, damn, like I have to like walk away from this. Right. So true. (laughs) Yeah. And and that's something that I experienced with my dad. You know, it was like a lifetime of seeking validation from my dad. And it just got to a point where I was like, I would be sent into a depression for weeks after seeing him, you know, like I would, I would make these efforts to see him just to feel exhausted, you know, and, and, you know, my dad would ghost me, you know, my dad would make plans with me and leave me hanging. And that's mm-hmm. his work. Like, I've gotten to a point now where I'm in a position that I can see that that has nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. And that that is his work that has everything to do with him. But it was, it's been hard, you know, oh. like, it has been a bumpy ass motherfucking road getting oh. to that point where you realize that like your dad not being present, not being his best version of himself it 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 has nothing to do with me it comes down to him he doesn't know how to parent he doesn't Mm -hmm. know how to hold space he doesn't know how to be present he doesn't know how to hold a basic conversation you know like he and that's his own trauma that's his own shit and it has nothing to do with me and it's been I think like three years since I've seen or spoken to my dad and I've got it like I'm so grateful that I that i put my foot down and I was like this is not for me you know like Mm -hmm. I love you and I hope that you're okay and I hope that I wish you nothing but health and happiness but this is emotionally exhausting for me and I was like I can't keep going down this windy road because I spiral every time and I'm noticing this pattern with me and I can't hold I can't hold on to this attachment of just because you're my dad well I'm sorry but like it's it's just not right for me and um yeah, one thousand percent like what you know, and so I I don't have that relationship, and I feel a thousand times better in my life. I don't. I have an orchestra behind me. <laughs> I feel I feel a thousand times better, like just knowing that I don't have that toxic energy. I don't have the judgment um, from somebody who doesn't even know me somebody who doesn't even know me, you know, it's, it's always the people who don't really know you who are so quick to judge you. And that was what I experienced. Can you stop, please go, go. And that, that was my experience. You get further from the person you are discovering with yourself makes it crazy. Yeah, a hundred percent. And with, with every step forward that I took, my dad, go, go. With yeah. every, with every step forward, that's so true. With every step forward that I took in my life, it was exactly that. Like you know, I felt like I was being shit on by my dad. It was like nothing that I did was proper. Please stop. I'll just pet all of you. How about that? 
<laughs> with every, loving. <laughs> yeah, with every step forward that I took, it was like I was constantly being criticized and not in a constructive way and not yeah. because he had value to add to my life. It was because he was projecting his own insecurities onto me and like, you know, what he thought was just scratching a dog's butt on IG Live. <laughs> um but like I think that you understand what I'm saying when I say this um whether you've experienced it or not (laughs) um but yeah that was my experience so it's been three years not speaking with my dad and it's the best decision that I ever made Mm -hmm. I the mental clarity that I have now like that was exhausting Mm -hmm. you know that's a really fear. good question. I have a question about fear of being judged by unkind person. Uh, that's, that's a really people. good question. Okay, so is is that okay, you guys? Like, honestly, is that your question, um, or are you just bro- is or is it? I'm building a startup and I'm worried about what they are going to do. Say, people are going to talk no matter what. <laughs> Whether you're doing something good or you're doing something bad, people will always have an opinion. Okay, like, honestly, guys, you're so big. People will always have an opinion. People will always have something to say, whether you're doing something right or you're doing something wrong. You have to just stay true to yourself. Be honest with yourself. Uh, How do you handle it? Just being kind to yourself, you know? If you've had a rough day, if people are being judgmental, just know that it has nothing to do with you and everything to do with themselves, with them. Mm -hmm. It's their insecurity. It's not yours, Mm -hmm. right? And their Mm -hmm. insecurity and their opinion might trigger you because there might be some underlying insecurity within you, but their words are a reflection of them. And it actually has nothing to do with you. So if you are feeling triggered, I actually posted a photo today and I said, if you're triggered by this, you need to do some inner work. And it's just, it's, it's, it's exactly that. Like, how do you, how do you show yourself love? Right. That's what, cause that's what you need to do. You need to show yourself love. If you're feeling triggered by the words that other people say, then you need to love yourself more. Right. It's just a group that feeds off of each other. And yes, there, there is past hurt. So this is a startup company. You said you're start. it's a startup. So um, if I could just just give my little little screen. Yeah, go, go for it. Um, I also think focusing on your mission, your purpose, yeah. is a huge thing, at least for me, whenever I go back to my mission, my, my purpose behind this, my intention behind certain things, it also helps me to almost um not disassociate but it helps me to stay focused on my path and stay focused on you know like what is my mission here what is the purpose of me doing this here you know and you say you're starting you it's a startup therefore this is something that you know is going to change things i'm assuming (laughs) this is something that you know it's a movement right I'll just, I'll just, okay, I'll fill it in. It's <laughs> just like, yeah, exactly. So I think focusing on that, like, yes, tune into your energy and I'll be aware of like, why is this triggering oh. you? But also be conscious of the fact that like, I'm doing this for a purpose beyond what is around me right now. Because when we go down, and this is something that I learned when I was getting certified in NLP is that when you start, when one negative thing happens, our brain starts to look for other negative things. And then we, we are in a cycle of just a negative loop cycle, right? So then maybe one person makes a comment and all of a sudden you think like, oh my God, everyone, everyone's looking at me now. Everyone hates me. Everyone thinks I'm dumb. Everyone thinks this is a bad idea. When just one person said something, right? It's because your brain now wants to protect you. And your brain is like, see, I told you not to do this. <laughs> I told you to, you know, but it's not true. 
again, it goes back to the stories that we tell ourselves. So to be able to come back into your, your inner, right, your inner self and knowing that like, what is my intention here? What is my mission here? What is my purpose here? And to focus on that and to make that bigger, you know, to really make that bigger. <laughs> Yeah, and some, you. right. And some people don't have the capacity to think as big as you. Exactly. Right? Like exactly. some people some people genuinely cannot understand why you're doing what you're doing. Some people cannot understand they don't see the vision, but you do. They don't see the vision, they don't <laughs> see the work, they don't see, you know, and and when you're at the top and when you've succeeded, guess what? Guess who's going to be creeping your profile? Guess who's going to be <laughs> your shit every two seconds they are going to be stalking yeah. you and because <laughs> they, it will be envy at that point you know it's it, they they will be envious that you did something that they didn't have the capacity to understand was possible yeah. you know yeah and you are powerful you are i don't know if you are like what is your sex what you show up <laughs> as in this world but like you are a bad bitch okay and you are so fucking capable of doing whatever it is you want and don't let any of these bitches tell you otherwise like, I'm sorry but fuck them straight up totally. <laughs> like, that's my take on that <laughs> yes absolutely agree absolutely agree for sure <laughs> <laughs> I just want F to all of them. <laughs> don't mind me. I love this. I love a hype crew. And if you need yeah. a hype crew, you reach out to us and you let us know. Because we'll right. if, if you ever need a hype crew, like we, like I'm there. I'm there. I'm down. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> Can you record that? Okay. You know what's funny? So well, not funny, but the audio from this chat is actually going to be recorded to my podcast. So if anybody Perfect. wants to listen to it again. But also, Perfect. I'm going to post it as an IGTV probably tomorrow or maybe later today. So it's going to be, <laughs> and I'll give the link. I'll give you the link so you can share it too with your people. <laughs> yeah, perfect. <laughs> just perfect. cut and out that they, one part. And if they try to come at you, just send them the link or like do like a voice recording of like that snippet and be like, fuck these bitches, you know? <laughs> and also like if you're in a group with these people who are not supporting you leave like if I was in your position and you know I'm in this group who you know I don't know how long you've known them I don't know what the circumstances are what your relationship with these people is mm -hmm. but if they're not supporting you deuces bye like yeah. you will attract people who will light you up you will attract Absolutely. people who will put a fire up your ass like a firecracker you know like yeah. they will support you left right and center and like my I'm, I have words of a trucker, you know, like that's, <laughs> I'm like light and love and a little bit of like gangster, <laughs> but, but, but it's so true. Like, why do you ask, ask yourself your why, like, why are you doing this? And why do you have these people in your life if they're not supportive of you? Because you deserve people who are going to like cheer you the fuck on. Yep. Absolutely. Completely yeah. agree. Completely agree. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And also, I don't know if you believe in like spirit guides or anything like that. You can also 100%. always ask for guidance from your spirit yeah. guides. You know, you can always reach out and ask for even, I don't know if you believe in ancestry stuff, but yep. for me, that's a huge thing for me is I, I look to my ancestors for answers all the time and so do my, I. even my higher yep. self, you know, like I ask questions and I'm able to tune into like what the answers are and they come to me in messages. They come to me in people that I come across. They come to me in posts on Instagram or in dreams even. So being yeah. able, again, it goes back to like being able to have that container within yourself that you know that like, you know, like your, your, your passion, your vision is bigger than you and you're able to handle it and you almost have to 
how can I say, almost have like a toolbox, right? Of things that you can put in there to bring that out. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what it is. It is a toolbox, 100%. Like mm. it is absolutely a toolbox. It is absolutely a container. Like yeah. call it what you want, like, but it's something that you hold in this vessel. Yeah. So like even calling it a vessel, right? Yeah. Because like it's within you. It's all within you. It's all something that is already inside you. You just have to reach for it, right? You just have to ask. You just have to find that. Yeah. So... Yes. Well, I hope that helped. We kind of got a little, <laughs> yeah. we're so hyped for you. We're like, you got this. <laughs> I know. And I love the comment where somebody said, uh, love the fire. And like, it's hilarious for me because I'm a fire sign. Like I'm a Sag, like through and through my birthday's in a week and a half. Um, <laughs> So I love and like actually so my business Vatra Wellness it actually means fire yeah. or light wellness yeah. fire trans like I'm Serbian so fire or light mm -hmm. uh, translates to Vatra so that's why I made it my business name because I bring the fire you know and because because I am the light and mm -hmm. I want to empower other people to embody their own light their own Ooh, fire empower yes. other people so yeah thank you I yeah love that. So, I yeah. love that. Oh, yeah, so beautiful. <laughs> a lot of people don't know like what Vatra means, right? Like a lot mm -hmm. of people think that it's a name or like, you know, my middle name or something like I get so many DMs and it's like, hi, Vatra. And I'm like, it's not my name, <laughs> but thank you. <laughs> it is very fitting for you for sure. Yeah. yeah. I love that. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> okay, okay, well, um, how would you want somebody to interact with you or how, what would you want somebody to walk away with after they interact with you, whether in person or on social media? Like how, what is the, um, yeah. Like how would you want them to, to feel after they interact? I with want you? them to feel empowered as fuck. Mm. I want to f them to feel like honest, like unapologetically their best version of themselves. Maybe not in that moment, but maybe what they take away from a conversation or um, an engagement yeah. or, you know, even a yoga class, like I want them to feel like more true to themselves. Like I want them to feel empowered, embodying who yeah. they are, who they are to their core, you know, like yeah. without the front, without what society or culture or, you know, like family deem who they're meant to be, what is acceptable yeah. for them. Like, I just want them to feel loved. I want them to feel like it's okay to just be who you are. Yeah. And it's okay to be who you are loud. You yes. are allowed, allowed, you are allowed to take up space. Like, yeah. don't be afraid to take up space. Yeah. I love it. That's, that's such a Shiva answer. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> that's because we're soul sisters. That's why. For sure. For sure. <laughs> um, so you brought up something just a few minutes ago. And I kind of want to get back to that because I think somebody just mentioned it about the, the diversity of education. And it made me think of, we were talking about the yoga studio you used to work for and how ethic, ethic wise, it, it didn't make sense to you. You were like, something's off here. Like you're doing more harm than, um, than you're actually helping people. So mm -hmm. this is a thing that has been revealed to me this year, right? Because I started my spiritual journey about eight years ago and I went through the whole like love and light and love and light and you know disassociate from the bad things and oh no like no you know stop being so negative on all of these things but this year specifically this year I've almost been awakened to the fact that that's also a part of life right like to disassociate right. from like the bad things actually keeps you from accessing the deeper emotions within that so how do you feel about that? 
you can't have love and light without darkness, right? It's like, you look at the yin and the yang, like you need light to have darkness. Mm -hmm. One does not exist without the other. They coexist together, right? And if you don't have that shadow in your life, if you don't have that darkness, how do you appreciate the light? Mm. Right? Like, how do you Absolutely. how do you appreciate the light if you have nothing to compare it to? For sure. For sure. I right? just find that in the spiritual and wellness. Yes. 100%. <laughs> like, I understand exactly what you're saying because you know, there is kind of like this shame associated yeah. with embodying the dark. And I feel like now it's become a little bit trendy to do shadow work in the spiritual yeah. world. So I think that it is shifting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely agree, you know, like we positivity only like, you know, this, that and the other. And I think that's great. I think that that can be empowering for a lot of people. But I think that um, in different contexts, mm -hmm. or like, sorry, in the same context with different people like a lot of people might feel like they're not seen like they don't belong mm -hmm. like they can't relate to that because yeah. some people are going through dark shit yeah. and you can't go through dark shit and just be like love and light you know <laughs> like positivity only like that's not what heals people you know like people need to be supported and doing that work and doing that inner work the shadow work the you know like falling in love with them <laughs> falling in love with themselves and yeah. falling in love with life again and like we talked about there's always bumps in the road right mm -hmm. and it and it doesn't mean that they're bad like at the end of the day they bring you to who you're meant to be yeah. you know and yeah I, I I've definitely felt that um I felt you know that whole positivity thing at the beginning of the year last year yeah so you know when the when everything kind of yeah. came to fruition <laughs> at the beginning of the year I was like oh what am I what like you know these lockdowns have given me the opportunity to x y and z and you know like that took away from other people's experience when I'm speaking about like what are you grateful for today every yeah. every day and it's like yeah that's great for perspective shifting but it's like people still need to process what's really happening in their life what they're really feeling because a lot of people weren't like grateful for the lockdowns yeah you know, and like, there was a lot of bad things that happened as a result of those lockdowns. And yeah. I think that there needs to be an awareness, not specifically to like to that, like, I think that there is some kind of awareness now. Yeah. But I, I think it's just recognizing that like, okay, maybe you feel really light. And that's great. And you should put that out into the universe. But how are you actually adding value to people's lives? Right? Mm -hmm. Like how how are you supporting people who are going through the dark? Because when yeah. you're up here and somebody's down here, how do you find somewhere in the middle? Yeah. Right? Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. And that's why I say when you even, you know, talk about the fact that you're no longer part of that community and you call them out on it, you know, to me, that was such a huge sign. That's like, yes, this is exactly what's needed to right. recognize that and to also call it out. Because if we can recognize it and just separate ourselves from it without calling it out, then how we know like how do we know that things would actually change you know right and maybe that person didn't you know right away they kind of like shut you down but guarantee that you left a little nugget in there and planted a seed sure, you planted yeah. the seed exactly exactly a hundred percent yeah i uh, i agree that the spiritual community has been very light in love but i think that it's finally shifting in a way that um that is um bringing the dark to light 
um and finding like some common ground like doing that shadow work mm. you guys stop mm. <laughs> you know so mm -hmm. yeah i fully ag i fully agree with you when you're with saying that for sure yeah awesome <laughs> yeah as soon as i said that i was like yes okay good good because this is something that i i have seen a lot and this is something that like i said like i participated in myself you know years ago uh, even i look back and i remember i posted a story the other day where i posted like an old post that i did like years ago and i was like oh i cringe every time cringe. i see I yeah, cringe yeah. i'm like oh like every time i yeah. see some of the stuff that i used to write i was so like wee and so like <laughs> I know, up I know, here, you know, like just up here and like nothing can touch me. I'm up here, but it's like, right. But you're still living in this world. You're still very much a part of this world. So how can we merge the two? How can we have that? Alignment? How can we have that alignment to merge the two? that in the way that like we are able to have awareness of these things, but we also have awareness of very real life things that are happening and knowing that our experiences have been able to mold us so that we can actually go through these things and mm -hmm. we choose how we go through them you know totally yeah totally totally I and, I, and I think mm -hmm. I think that a lot of that has to do with you know like the spiritual stop the spiritual community would almost like like shame us yeah for actually feeling it's like you you have to fit in this box and if you don't fit in this box then guess what there's no space for you at the table here mm -hmm. and that's changing now and it, and it's changing because we're changing it absolutely yeah absolutely that's what that goes in when we're talking about like um the establishment and the system right, right. <laughs> like we know this you know the matrix exists and you know it does exist but I'm also seeing or I've seen that people in the wellness world in the spiritual world are kind of doing the same thing without realizing it. Like you're, you know, like you're doing exactly the same thing that totally. you, we claim to be against, that we claim to come here to come here and change things. But it's still under the same sort of, you know, we label it differently, but it's still mm -hmm. the same thing. But like you said, there are more of us that are being awakened to that. There are more of us that are going, wait, and taking a step back and really looking at it and going, okay, yeah, that doesn't align with me. Yeah, there's something off here. So I'm just yeah. going to keep following whatever is within me without trying to fit into a box or trying to, you know, mold myself into what this says that I should be. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Exactly. Totally agree. Beautiful. Love that. Oh, I mean, I feel like we could talk forever. I know. <laughs> Seriously. And I know somebody just said they want to hang out with us. <laughs> I know I love her she's such a sweetheart we're like Instagram friends and I like love her so much she's such a sweetheart I would love Aww. to hang out with her oh well we're gonna have to we're gonna have to like come back and, and continue this conversation or have like another conversation because seriously i feel like we could talk forever i know there's so many things we can unpack and keep going with i know i know so sweet <laughs> i love it but let me see if anybody has any last questions appropriate questions for this chat yeah no kidding eh <laughs> no questions i'm just scrolling through really quick this I've lost so many friends while revisiting my darkness. Solitude is where the wild woman re revisits her, the inner child. So profound. Oh. Yeah. So true. And like, that is so beautiful. And it's so true. Like when you spend time alone with yourself is when you truly find yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. That's there's so a, true. There's a quote. That inner peace. There's a quote that, um, this coach that I follow, Zach, he's a, kind of a friend of mine, uh, Zenergy, 
um there's a quote that he said and i'm probably gonna butcher this because i'm just going about what i remember of it but he says something along the line of um uh healing happens in solitude but commute never mind i'll send it to you you can share with you people because it was such a nice quote and i know i screenshotted but it was something about like healing happens in solitude and something else happens um in relationships and the oh, it so was so beautiful the way he wrote that and i was like oh my gosh yeah so true i love that and like it it is true like relationships can heal you as long as you give them, as long as you allow them you have to okay, give them so that's what he said that's what he said he said, oh, wait, oh, did it? Wait, it? You, you, no, you got it. You, you brought it back for me. That's what he said. He said, um, you find yourself in solitude and you heal in relationships. Yeah. And I was like, holy fuck, that's beautiful. Yeah. There's it's a quote so that I also really love that I would love that you just inspired me to share. <laughs> and I don't remember who it's by, but it's my favorite quote. And I shared in a lot of like my yoga classes, especially when it's overcast like this, you know, mm -hmm. especially when the weather's kind of off and it's every flower requires a cloud in order to blossom. Oh, and you know, it's like, we are the flowers and yeah. we have we have to go through some dark shit in order to blossom in order to flourish in order to grow and become like these better versions of ourselves and mm. as the seasons change right like yeah. we go through these different phases of our lives just like the flowers do just like nature does because we are nature we are we yeah. are like that is awesome. that is to our core our entire being like we are nature yeah so Absolutely. Completely agree with you. I always say my biggest teachers are the clouds, like the sky, <laughs> nature, and yeah. kids and like pets, like animals. They're like my yeah. biggest teachers. And then of course, like other human beings. But, <laughs> you know, we're all just teaching so or learning from one another. <laughs> so true. Yeah, I love that. I feel the exact same way. Beautiful. All right. Well, I'm, I don't think there's any more questions. Where there's a darkness, there's greatness. Aww, beautiful. Yeah, if anybody has any questions, drop it like it's hot. Um, <laughs> we're here for like a hot more another hot minute. Hot another minute. <laughs> <laughs> this was awesome. Seriously, now you have to come to Montreal so we can hang out because this was... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I really do think that I'm going to make it happen for like a weekend. Even if I can't get anybody to come with me, I'll just come solo because yeah. that's just the way that I roll. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Well, this was awesome. Um, are there any like offerings or any ways that people can work with you that you'd love to highlight or talk about? Yes, of course. Um, I offer one-on-one -on -one, like me guided meditation sessions. Um, I've currently been doing them exclusively with Mohawk College, but I would love oh, to expand so cool. my followers um, and maybe even like group meditations on mm. my story or something like this, just so that people have that like maybe once a week or once a month or something, something mm. that people can look forward to. Um, and I'm also available for yoga classes. So I'm doing in person, I'm doing online, one on one group, like whatever's clever. I'm mm -hmm. totally open to that. And I'm also meeting with a uh, Reiki master tomorrow to explore doing my own uh, Reiki. So nice. yeah, I, it's, um, it's something that I've wanted to do for a really long time. But it's something that has been non negotiable in the sense that like it 
to be in person. I am very much an in-person person. I'm not going to do it online because not to, you know, like say that it's wrong. It's not right for me. Um, mm -hmm. I think that in-person is different. I think for me, it's more transformative. I understand things more clearly when it's in person or like mm -hmm. face to face like this. Um, so yeah, that's something that I'm really, really excited about. Um, so that's coming up next. And ironically enough, um, my psychic, Kelsey Tarot, she's a psychic medium. She's incredible. Like, I'm not getting paid to say this, but like, if you need some shit in your life, <laughs> literally contact Kelsey Tarot because she is beyond gifted, like mind blown. Anybody who has gone to her, um, like I've had two readings with her and anybody who I've sent her way, they've all been like, like, how the hell did she know that? And it's just like, <laughs> she's gifted. Like she is so in tune. Like she is so in alignment with her mm -hmm. calling. It's just like incredible the things that come through. Um, and she actually said in my last reading, I see you working with your hands. Like maybe you're going to do RMT mm. or something. But she's like, but I see you working with your hands. And I was like, actually, I'm interested in Reiki. And she was like, Reiki, use your calling. Do that. Like, don't <laughs> let, and, you know, she got like all excited. Like she kind of, because she's like a cheerleader. Like she's so cool. She's <laughs> Heart. like she should totally be on one of these sessions with you because like you guys would totally hit it off yeah <laughs> um, yeah she does do virtual sessions like over text if you go on my thing it's kelsey tarot um but yeah so it, it's just funny how things mm -hmm. find their way to you and um yeah so i'm meeting with him tomorrow and we want i want to see how we connect in person mm -hmm. what the vibe is like and um yeah, and then I'm going to go from there. I'm going to do my Reiki training, my Reiki sort of, I don't know what it's called, like my Reiki certification. Yeah. Um, so I'm really excited about that. So those That's are more fun. or less my offerings right now, as always. Like if anybody needs to talk, like I'm an ear, I'm happy to listen. Of course, like I still have my life. I still have a lot going on for myself. And I have some like surprises coming behind the scenes right now. I have somebody building a really cool website for me nice. for a surprise that you guys know, don't know about yet. Like nobody <laughs> knows about this yet. Um, and I'm really excited about it, but it's going to be a really cool offering that you can mm -hmm. wear. And I'll just say that. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's coming. Really cool. I don't have a time on that because I'm just, I, I, I don't want to have a timeline as associated with it because I want to have fun with creating and building and, um, yeah, bringing, I want my offering to, uh, be per like not perfect because I don't think anything's perfect, but I want it to be the most in alignment with me and I want it to be something that I can be proud of. So yeah, it's it's a work in progress right now, but the website is being built, the branding is complete and yeah, it's uh, coming, it's coming in hot. Like I'm so excited about that. Yeah. I love that you're following your timeline and you're creating your own timeline. That's how yeah. it should be. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. I love that, that's so beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing so much with us. That's, and I'm Thank really excited you. to- uh, and new project yeah and since my following is also watching what is your offering let's share oh me <laughs> so that was unexpected <laughs> <laughs> so um right now i'm so i launched a group program earlier this year called liberation and right now i'm in the process of relaunching it it's it it launches about four times a year so every three months or so um and it's a group program pretty much just about we unpack a lot. We unlearn and unpack a lot having to do with personal trauma as well as the collective trauma that we're all under. 
and um it's really just about going back within yourself and that container that I was talking about, making sure that like your container is strong so that whatever it is that you're going through, you're able to handle it. And there's, I mean, there's spiritual stuff in it because it's very me, of course, but also somatic things, things to do with your body, things to do with, you know, just like your, your life, all aspects of life. And I'm also working on a platform, a community platform that I mentioned to you a few months ago. <laughs> called your inner shift yeah um that i'm so excited for i met up with these two lovely ladies who will be helping me um bring that up because it's a huge huge project it's really gonna be a platform where people can interact with guys such as yourself <laughs> uh and in all aspects of, of life in all aspects of this journey that we're all on that you can learn, learn um in a group setting but also one-on-one -on -one with so it's a huge huge project that i <laughs> that came through me um last year so i'm just like slowly building that out so yeah yeah so excited <laughs> See, if the the person who was here earlier talking about um her startup that's why yeah. I, was like, I understand because i can relate to that <laughs> yeah shiva has been there done that and it like she is here to support you seriously seriously like i get it especially when it's a big vision that sometimes you're the only one that sees it and you're like but it's in there i know it's in there yeah <laughs> i yeah. get it trust me i get it <laughs> and sometimes you just need that kick in the ass right like of course. yeah yeah <laughs> definitely ah definitely. Oh, this was so amazing thank you so much um thank i think you. this is probably my longest talk yet but it's so good <laughs> it's so good i was honestly i was kind of nervous because i instagram i remember had like a one hour cap on it and i and i i've only done lives like back when i was doing yoga classes live mm -hmm. like at the beginning of the lockdowns right so i was kind of nervous i'm like looking at the time i'm like is it gonna shut us off is it gonna kick us off <laughs> no they took that off they like amazing they that's that. so good to know Mm -hmm. no it's all good uh I'm, I'm so excited to like put this on a podcast and to even post it uh it probably later today or tomorrow but yeah. this is amazing i we need to talk again obviously because like Definitely. I said, we could talk forever yeah. <laughs> this was great great energy thank you for all the comments and everybody that was interacting with us this is so beautiful yes so much love thank so you much so much thank you being yourself and for going through all of the things that you've gone through and for being open and honest and just sharing so much with with everyone so thank i could you. say the same for you like i always look forward to seeing your posts and like you know you're i've watched you transform just as you've watched me transform right oh. so like this mutual like fangirl love <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love yeah. it. Thank you. All right, everybody. Have a lovely day. Bye. <laughs> Bye.